What up, y'all? We are back with another episode of your favorite podcast, Case Rotation. My name is Box Jetson. And I'm Spanisha Simone. And uh, today we got a few topics that we would like to talk about. Um, you know, I mean, I don't really know what else to do other than just dive right in. So You graduate this weekend? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so quick check-in. <laughs> quick check-in. I graduate on Saturday with my master's. Um, in clinical mental health counseling. Unfortunately, as we all know, I will not be a licensed counselor, though. So, like, all this time is low-key wasted because I'm just going to go on and get my um, my PhD anyway. So, I'll just be a licensed psychologist. But, I mean, it's still cool because the master's helped get me... Like, it just looked better on a doctorate application. Are we talking about the move this episode or not yet? Nah, we can talk about that later. Okay. <laughs> um, and then what have I been up to... Wedding stuff. Yeah, wedding, wedding stuff. stuff. Wedding planning going well. Moving, um, going all right. Um, shout out to Marquita. Her birthday party was yesterday. yesterday. Um, we had a good time Happy there. birthday, Marquita. Avalon has amazing tacos. The best tacos. I've been trying to tell you this for a while. <laughs> Clearly, I can't enjoy them, but I was glad that I got to enjoy them vicariously through her. The so look that on was my fun. face. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she she seemed to enjoy them. And it was funny because she ordered two tacos. But I accidentally... I told the bartender, like, let me get two. But, of course, they gave me three just because, you know, I'm that nigga or whatever. And it worked out because Nish, you know, really enjoyed them. So I was just happy to see that she was able to, you know, finally have an opportunity to see what the fuss was about, all the hype was about. And um, they had guacamole on it. And I don't like guacamole. And I still ate them. That guac was really spicy too. I tasted. Oh my god! And I don't like spicy food, but it, those tacos were amazing, and they were a dollar. Oh. But question for Columbus listeners: Your favorite tacos between Condado and Avalon? I need to know. And if it's not Condado or Avalon, feel free to throw in <laughs> other suggestions because we love tacos. And yeah, um, I'm you know. Make sure you, you throw in some places with some vegan options. I did have this taco truck one time um, with Kent. Kent, I, I remember talk, her talking about it. Oh, when you went to Creative Control Fest? You was with me. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was that same day. Yeah. I've never seen that taco truck again, but that was the some of the best tacos. Better I than Avalon? Nah, Avalon is undefeated. Avalon man. tastes like they make their tacos with love, and they're only a dollar. Only on Tuesday, They're though. cheap. Oh, <laughs> yeah, only yeah, on so Tuesdays don't, yeah. don't go in there any other day talking about, yeah, I thought there was dollar tacos. Yeah. But, um... Only on t- uh, TNT, tacos and tequila. Are Taco day. Bell's tacos even a dollar? I don't think so. Their soft tacos are, right? And the soft tacos aren't the best. I don't the think their hard tacos are. are. I don't know. If I remember correctly, I haven't had a taco from there in Lord knows how long. Oh. Well, it tastes like they make them with love. So it was just a great time. That's what I've been up to. I've been eating tacos. Eating tacos. Um, <laughs> graduation coming up. But speaking of graduation, that takes me to one of the first topics that I want to get into mm-hmm. for this episode of degree shaming. Why do people do it? Like, what's the purpose of it? Like, what purpose does it really serve in your life? Does it make you feel like a better person? Because you really just look like a dickhead when you do yeah. it. Um, like I just I get so tired of just seeing... You know, more specifically, degrees, I hear communication majors get shamed the most or, like, exercise science majors or, like, Mm -hmm. people like that. 
they still make the world go round. And it's funny because the main people who complain about comm majors saying, oh, you guys got it so easy. I've never stepped in a comm class, first off. And on top of that, like, y'all don't have good communication skills. Yeah. So it's like, I'm going to downplay you for getting a major in something that I suck at. Like, what is that really? Right. What's that? How does that sound? Well, as the resident communication major on the podcast. Um, oh, and I'm not a communication major, so this is not coming <laughs> from a place of bias. So, so, so funny because Kristen's sitting in. I know she was on our uh, our last episode. And I don't know if she's going to chime in, but she's sitting in with us. Mm-hmm. But uh, she went on a rant on Twitter. You guys should read her rant if you get a chance. Because she was talking about like just kind of some of the slander that communication majors get. And then Box also went on a rant, too. So they both were just kind of like on the same wavelength when it came to like communication slander. Um, For me, I know a lot of people say like, Oh, I remember there was this meme and it says something about like people with easy majors and it was like the classes were like breathing, walking, mm-hmm. coloring. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like like the, I think it was a nurse major that posted it to be honest. But um uh for me it kind of would like it kind of hurts my feelings because it's just like is it as hard as organic chemistry? No, but I mean, there is definitely like work that has to be put in. Um, like, and one thing I think that people, I know like most people have to take intro to psych. Me and Box were talking about this. Most people have to take intro to psych. But it's like, I feel like everybody should at least take like public speaking or like just some communication class because they're not like breathing, walking and coloring. Mm-hmm. It's, it, there is definitely a skill uh, and then, the, like, for me, I think the hardest part was just, like, because communication, a lot of people say it's just talking, which is, like, okay, whatever. But it's, like, all these things that you've always known. Like, when we would learn in comms theory, we'd learn all these different theories of things that we already kind of know happen because we just, you know, it's just natural life and it's just them putting a title on it. But it's just, like, learning about those things more in depth. Mm-hmm. And then, like, being able to put a name on it, being able to look deeper at it, as opposed to just looking at it like, oh, okay, this is how I know it, this is how I use it in my life. Like, looking at it on different from different perspectives. Um, but, yeah, it's, like, something that's used in every career. Like, everybody has to know how to speak publicly, how to work with others, how to mm-hmm. resolve conflict. Yeah. Like, these are skills that any major would need. Yeah. So, I don't understand... Why it's like the major that everybody goes to to pick on. I don't know if it's because deep inside people can't communicate. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, you just go to school to learn how to talk. Yeah. Because it's way more than talking. I mean, yes, communication, I guess looking at it outside of being a comms major is talking. But it's like way deeper than that because you don't just communicate through talking. Mm-hmm. There are people who are mute and they still communicate. And like, I feel like even with like my major psychology, people would say that too, like, People thought that psychology was the major that people choose when they don't want to be undecided. Yeah. And ultimately, that's not the case because those same people who would be like, why are you a psychology major? Like, you you could do so much more. I'm like, bro, like, do you, have you taken a psychology class? And then the following semester, they'll take an intro to psych class and be like, oh my God, Box, I'm taking the intro. I don't know how you did this. Like, this is the hardest thing ever. I'm getting a D. Please help me. Like, nah, it's easy. Mm-hmm. Remember, like, it's the it's undecided walking, major. Walking, talking, cool. breathing. Yeah, walking, <laughs> talking, breathing. And then you don't understand, like, the theories that go into it, like, 
the history. Like, you have to remember so much and mm-hmm. learn about body language, learn about conflict resolution. So, and I'm, I'm one of those persons, I'm one of those people, I took an oral comm communication class my freshman year as it was required. And I thought it was going to be the dumbest thing ever. Oh. Come to find out, like, I still use some of those same concepts that I learned to this day in terms of being mindful of my body language when I'm giving mm-hmm. a speech or um, learning about how ethos, pathos, logos, turn, like, ties into giving a speech or, like, the um, hierarchy of motivation, like, what you should appeal to when you're talking to someone. Um, like, there's just so many of those different things that I use. And I remember my senior year, I was done with all of my genetic classes. I was done with all of my psych classes by junior year. So I had nothing to do, really. I was like, you know what? Let me take an intro to comm class. It'll be an easy elective. Like, let me get this easy <laughs> A. I'm BSU not. Had I not been a psychology major and had I not caught my teacher saying some very racist stuff and calling her out on it in class, I would not have gotten an A in there. Like, it was really hard, like, learning about the different theories, uh, learning about the different styles of communication, how to appeal to different styles of communication, learning about how to, um, like, work together. Like, there's different type of collaborative styles that you can Mm -hmm. go about when working with people. And it's just been very beneficial. And I feel like I'm a better person, better communicator, and, like, a better employee. Like, all of these things because I've taken communication classes. And um, not to mention, like, some of the best people that I know, some of my closest friends and some of the most enjoyable people to talk to are communication majors, i.e. my future wife, my best friend, Marquita, one of my best friends, Malcolm. Shout out to Malcolm again. And also one of my coworkers, Jeff. Like we I didn't have... know Marquita was calm. So yeah. She, she went to school with scripts. Was, um, yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, CPR. So know. everybody, like... I realized in my inner circle, like those people are comms majors. So that's why I write so hard for comms major. And that's why I get so upset about degree shaming. And if you are that upset that you're working so hard in your major, you're stupid anyway. You, like, I mean, you shouldn't you be in the it. Wrong major. Yeah, like if it's that hard to you, you shouldn't be in it. Like I sit here with Kristen, who's a STEM major, and I learned so much from her too, just from helping her study. But yeah. she doesn't have as hard of a time. Like she never once complained. Like oh my god, like you guys got it easy. Like mine is so hard <laughs> right. because it's not that hard to her because she belongs in it. Like <laughs> right, that's so, like at the end of the day, like you got to do what appeals to you, what feels best to you. Yeah. If you're an excellent communicator and you go. To major in communications, it doesn't mean that it's easy for you. It just means that, like, that's your niche. You found your calling. That's your lane. Like, so. And I think. Stay in your lane, bro. I've always prided myself on being a good communicator. But I think learning about communication made me a more effective communicator. Because a lot of people are not effective communicators. And if you cannot use your words and your nonverbals and whatever else effectively then it's like you're not truly getting... You may not be conveying the messages that you want to. Right. Um, And there was something else that I wanted to add into there. Man, here I go forgetting things. (laughs) But, yeah. Well, I'll jump in. Thank you. um, Until you can remember. But, like, I remember one time a very close friend of ours posted something very similar about that. Like, comm majors got it easy. And, of course, this person was a STEM major. Comm majors got it easy. Like, you guys got to draw pictures of dinosaurs and all type of stuff. So then Malcolm called him out. Like, what do you mean, bro? Like, you talking about uh, comm majors are so easy, but you're literally one of the most ineffective communicators that I know. And, like, I know I know because we are close friends. Like, he called him out. And that's something that a communication major would do, too. Like, as opposed to letting it just sift and... Mm-hmm. and um, um, like ruminate ruminate in their system like they would rather 
get to the source and like let them know like hey this is what you just said affected me this way like i'm gonna let you know like here's how we can go about it and he's like you are not a good communicator i might not be that good at stem you can't do what i do but i can't do what you do so like respect me and i'll respect you type deal but let me tell you something if i wanted to be a stem major i could have been yeah so there's that I could have done any major that I wanted to. So not a, not a cocky moment, just the truth. That's the truth. Though. But I just knew like, okay, this is what I like to do. Like, I don't want to go to pay to go to school and just be like, just have a major just to be like, yeah, everybody, um, I'm a STEM major mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. So it just wasn't my thing. But, uh, oh man, I remembered and then I forgot. Oh, a lot of people pick these majors and they're unhappy in them and they pick them just to be you know to make money to tell people yes and it's just like you eventually you're gonna have to face facts that that's not what you want to do so i mean just psychology be honest with yourself that's something i wanted to do since i was 10 years old like despite having people telling me Oh, there's not a lot of money in this field people always say that yeah it's a high demand for it it's not a lot of money but it's like the feeling that I get from helping people is intrinsically motivating enough. Like, I don't, like, I'm going to make money regardless, like, because I love to do it. I'll find ways to make money. But it's like, you can't get a job with a bachelor's. Like, you got to keep mm-hmm. going forward. I'm like, okay, we'll, we'll just go forward then. Right. Like, I mean, what are you saying? Like, this is what I want to do, right? So I'm going to. And I think the coolest thing about people who are happy with the major that they chose is like, you can learn from other people's major. Because, like, me, you, Kristen, completely different majors. Mm hmm. But, like, well, our majors relate a little. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of times Vox will be studying something. I'm like, oh, wait, like, I learned about this in comms. Or, like, so they kind of are related. But, like, with Kristen, it's, like, we always learning something new. When we talk to her, like, about her major and, like, she's learning stuff about, like, our majors. And so, I don't know. I feel like I can I can understand, I guess, when people feel like, oh, well, your major's really easy and I wish my major was <laughs> I wish my major was that easy. I don't know, but then it's just like I mean, you picked it. And like, if it was meant for you, like, would be easy. Exactly. <laughs> like yeah. Kristen took this one class. What is medical terminology? Yeah, medical terminology. Hey, we love that class. Yeah, it's like through helping her study, I now can like hear certain terms and be like on TV and be like, oh, I know what that yeah. is. Like, pancreatitis. Like, figure... That's inflammation of the pancreas. Like, yeah, like because like she breaks down the roots for us. And like if you're passionate about your subject, you can teach other people. So yeah. Kristen has taught me a lot about biology, a lot about chemistry. And Spin has taught her a lot about like uh, about communication. <laughs> I've taught Spinisha a lot about body language because she talks too much with her face. <laughs> so like, just teaching her to be mindful of like how it's coming off to people. Um, like we all help each other in that regard. So, yeah, and that's what, because we're all passionate about our craft. Yes, and I think that um, why do I keep losing it every time I, it, it comes to me? I keep losing it. I was gonna say something about comms. Oh, this is what I was gonna say. I took a class called um, Interpersonal Conflict, mm-hmm. I believe, and it like basically was teaching you how to like in the workplace. So it literally was about work, teaching you how to like work with people and like problem solving skills and like conflict resolution styles. And it's like these. It's the class was literally about in the workplace. So don't you think that this is like a career and a class that's necessary? Mm-hmm. No matter what your major is, you're gonna work with people. Yeah. No matter, even if you own your own business or whatever you decide to, you're going to have to eventually talk to somebody. Yeah. And you're going to have conflict. 
And then for the people who be like, no, nah, I'll just pay a PR. I'll just pay somebody to handle that for me. You, yeah, you got to talk to them. <laughs> and even on top of that, like, you got to come off. That's a check that you probably wouldn't have to come off with if exactly. you had taken communication more seriously. Yeah. So, I mean, I still stand by what I said in my rant. Like, anytime I see somebody going off on con majors or trying to degree shame, like, I'm just expect me to be in your mentions for at least 20 of them things. But I'm not going to roast you like I normally do. I'm going to just go. I'm not even going to tell you what I'm going to do. Yeah. Just try it. Like, just try just it. We're going to see that. <laughs> yeah, just try it. I'm telling you, there's two things are going to um, happen from this. Either you're going to get so mad that you block me, slash want to fight me, or you're going to delete your account. Are you going to do some but I'm not, introspection? Yeah, I'm not going to stop until <laughs> one of these things happen. Because, like, I'm, I'm sick of it, bro. When I get fed up, people know. And this... And the same thing goes, like, for any other major. Because I don't think that you should be so focused on, like, oh, why is this person majoring in this? And you're not worried about yourself. Yeah. Like, worry about yourself, mind your bro. business. Worry about yourself. Drink your water and mind your business. You, right. You should have just <laughs> sat there and ate, ate your food. <laughs> <laughs> just mind your business. I don't know. Anytime I meet somebody with a major, like, I don't know. Any major, I don't really even care. I always find it interesting because it just tells you like a little more about them. Yeah, tell me more about this. Right. Even if it's something I would never think to major in, like, I don't know, yeah. art or something. I'm just like, wow, that's cool. And I commend you for majoring in art because I'm pretty sure people give you jokes for it. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know. I just don't get it. I can't relate to shaming people because of their interest yeah. and having the courage to go to school and want instead of you know out there not doing anything they're trying to go to school and better themselves right. and you look at it like i know people have said their parents told them like if you're going to go to school and major in dance like don't go at the end of the day like <laughs> we all going for that piece of paper too exactly like, you, whether you got a, a bachelor's in biology or a bachelor's in freaking ball shagging for like you both got bachelors, like it right. don't matter, and like that can get you a long way. Exactly. It just so happens that a communication degree can get you further because people recognize like not only can you communicate effectively in the workplace, but you can articulate your thoughts. You can like you can speak for me. Like you can resolve yeah. conflict. Like there's a lot that can a lot of things that can come from communication. Everything in this world requires Everything. communication, even if it's not verbal communication. Like you're communicating non-verbally. Like everything. Like, is everything. Communication. Everything. So it's important in every aspect of life. At the end of the day, don't degree shame, and I'm not going to be on your head for an hour. So very um, simple. Next topic, because <laughs> I, I've got enough of that. <laughs> I feel myself getting worked up. <laughs> Shout out to all the comms majors out there. Shout out to the comms majors. <laughs> Shout out to GB man. Um, we definitely want to get into. I mean, all right. So I know we said like we want to hear you guys' input, and, like you know, feedback on what you would like us to do. Oh yeah. Yeah. GB mentioned that he really, really appreciated the counseling episode. <laughs> we appreciate you listening, GB. We hear you. Thank you. Uh, we will definitely be incorporating that into our um, into our podcast more often. I can't say that it'll be every day, but we will definitely. Yeah, do it. you guys can't be all up in my business every yeah. day. Yeah, <laughs> it just kind of depends on the need for it. Like if if I feel like Nish is getting to that point to where. Like, she's doubting herself or, like, if she's being mean to herself. I'm, I'm on her, bro. Like, y'all know I'm on her, too. Yeah. And then, well, it'll just be impromptu. But we like, definitely had, like, a session, um, mon was it Monday? Yeah. That should have been recorded. Yeah. We had a really good talk on Monday. But when we start talking about the move more, and we, like, did, we probably won't need a whole episode to, like, really dig into those feelings. For the move, we might actually need to bring in a counselor, and they got a counselor. That really is true. Because, like, it's been a lot... <laughs> 
So and we had a really good conversation about that. But yeah, we loved that you guys like because Cam liked it too. Yeah. So shout out to you, Cam. Yeah, shout out to Cam. And Anthony had a really good suggestion for us that we're gonna try to implement on the show. Um, if you guys are interested. What he was talking about sending the questions to us? Oh yes, yes, yeah. yes. Well yeah, Man- I'll it. just say it now. <laughs> Anthony uh suggested that like, you know, if people had questions or like want to advice or just I don't know whatever you wanted to send in um, that you guys could send it in. and it could be anonymous you could send through the our email and it could be anonymous or not whichever you prefer yeah but I um, mean box is a counselor yeah so it's a chance it. to like get advice from a counselor for free yeah I so, would love to answer it on the podcast too like we can have a little segment about that yeah so I mean I would take advantage of we'll call it the inbox oh yeah I like it the inbox there mm-hmm. you go right here. Or, like, remember that on Facebook, the honesty box? <laughs> so many people allegedly want to fight me over that. And I'm people like, you can come to my neighborhood. Like, it's not, it's not that serious. And they start responding. The box is fun. <laughs> but, yeah. Um... Oh, speaking of um, communication majors and nonverbals, I just communicated with Spin nonverbally because when she was talking about Manthony, I forgot what exactly he suggested. <laughs> so I gave her a look of like, hmm, confusion. Like, can you refresh my memory? And yeah. So that just goes to show like how <laughs> communication it, it, is. Everyday life. Yeah, everyday, everyday life. I picked up on it. Yeah, <laughs> and she picked up on it. Yeah, but if I wasn't cues. an effective communicator. That's something else. Like at work, people be doing that. Like if I'm trying to inch away, I was just thinking about social cues today. <laughs> like when I'm trying to inch away from you, and go back to my desk. That doesn't mean like restart another conversation. I want to walk away. Like I'm trying to leave. Don't keep talking to me. But, so like social cues is another who part. Don't like un- don't know communication yeah. and that are not effective communicators. They don't know that. Kristen is like the communication police. Okay, she, <laughs> she loves she communication majors. All right, so now we got to move on. Speaking from- of counseling, don't <laughs> run away from counseling. Like especially if you need to help. Um, like, I understand that it can be hard to acknowledge that you need the help, but counseling can be very beneficial. And, like, mm-hmm. the reason why I'm getting into counseling is because I feel like a lot of our women, especially black women, have been battered, have been abused, and, like, they don't know how to go about, like, go for it with their outlets. So, like, I'm in this particular situation, I'm speaking about Khalees. Um, which brings me to my next topic, because in her interview when she was talking about Nas... Like how she was afraid to get help, um, but she wasn't weak. Like the main thing she kept emphasizing was like, I'm not weak. I don't want to appear as weak. I don't know where that stems from, but I feel like if she would have had like the courage to go talk to someone like this, all could have been avoided. So like, I'm just wondering like why, I guess I'll ask you two, since like you are the women in the room, like what makes a woman feel weak um, for like getting help or for acknowledging that like her situation is not the best? Like what? You want to go? What goes into that? Um, you can go first. Okay. So I feel like, and it goes situation to situation, right? I don't think that it's a universal thing that like just all women feel like I'm afraid to get help. Um, but let me give this disclaimer. I've never been in a domestic violent, like, how do you say that? Domestic violence relationship. Yeah. I've never been a victim of domestic yes violence. I've never been physically abused I have been in toxic a toxic relationship um an emotionally abusive relationship but I've never been physically abused mm-hmm. so 
I can only speak from my perspective, but I think in Khalees' situation, it was really alarming because she kept emphasizing that she didn't want to appear as weak, right? Yeah. Um, when you're dating somebody who's a public figure, that definitely changes things because they can control the narrative of the situation. And, I mean, let's just be honest here. He's more famous than her. Yeah. He's a lot more popular than her. So he can control the narrative on just how things are looking in their relationship. And, like, even when people were saying, like, oh, like, yeah, she kept taking him to court. And she wanted more money and making it seem like she was just such a greedy, nasty person. When really it's like, I mean, this man was abusing her. And he was he's not seeing his son. He's not helping her take care of his son, you know? Yeah. So I think that um, that has a lot to do with it. Like, just not wanting to go. Because, I mean, I imagine that having millions of people talk about your relationship and think that they know you and just be able to say all these nasty disgusting things that they can say that has to take a toll on you so i think that played a role um i don't i think when you see like other women being abused you don't want to put yourself in that category so you're just like oh no like if i go if i go see a therapist and like admit that these things are happening then i'm just like this woman that got abused too and i'm not saying that um I mean, I, I don't mean to say that, like, in a negative way, but I think that it's kind of just, like, coming to terms. Because it's hard. Even when outside of abuse, like, sometimes it's hard to, when you go through something, to say, like, okay, this happened to me. Like, it's hard. So, I can only imagine loving someone, being married to them, having kids with them, and then something like this happened to me. Essentially, like, in front of the whole world. Like, your relationship is on public display. Yeah. And you don't want to hear the criticism. Like, people, you, there are people who are not going to believe you. They're going to say, like, oh, you're lying or you're just greedy or you're just this and that. You just want attention. So it's like knowing that people will probably discount what you're saying. Like, it's just, I don't know. I, I feel bad for her when she was talking. I felt bad for her. I think that you just hear the tremble in her voice. You do. That that, bothered me. It really bothered me, too. Because, like, for me, and this is something that Malcolm and I was talking about the other day. Like, it's easy for you to cancel someone for something. So, it's like, is the action bad or is it dependent on a person? Because, like, right. when, for example, when the... I'll, well, I'll get into that next. But, um, like, with Chris Brown, when he got into that situation with Rihanna, I wasn't the biggest Chris Brown fan, but I was, like, I listened oh, I to him enough. So then for me, it was like, bro, like, it's not hard for me to cancel him because, like, I love R&B, but, like, I don't love it that much to listen mm-hmm. to somebody who abuses women. But then you got this situation and Kristen Nish and Dante can all attest to this. Like, that whole week, I was literally going back and, like, replaying Nas albums. Like, I was playing all the songs that made me feel good. Like, I gave you power, Street Dreams. Like, listening to Street Dreams, riding down the street with the sunroof down, like, hanging out the sunroof while I'm driving, like, feeling like I'm in... 90s Brooklyn like I was really feeling good and then two days later that comes out I'm like bro I was just jigging to your music bro and then the day it came out remember I was listening to Life is Good the album about him and Khalees' breakup oh, yeah. and then I'm talking about like how like the day it came out I'm listening to Life is Good a couple days before I was listening to um Stillmatic and then it's like um I mean not Stillmatic it was written sorry it was written um so then it's like um like, I can under, I was telling this, like, dang, like, this was one, a really good breakup album because he's being nice about it. Like, he's not saying F you. Like, I still narrative. got love for you. And that goes into the control of the narrative thing. Like, to us, on the outside looking in, if you pay attention to that album, it looks like they had 
a district like they just things didn't work out they both recognized that it didn't work out and it was cool so like he made a song called bye baby which was just like the most classy breakup song i ever heard and if you listen to it you would never think like oh he put his hands on her or he neglected their child so then when it comes out it's like bro like it's, it's really scary how people can really just make you believe what they want to and it's hard for me not to listen to his music because he's like one of my favorite artists ever and like, I don't know, it just kind of goes with that picking hair thing that I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we pick and choose what action is bad based on who does it. Absolutely. Um, but, like, at the end of the day, like, I applaud her for coming forward, even though it's late. I hate when people be like, why well, would you why come up years so later? Long? Like, bro, you don't know how trauma affects someone. Like, it's hard to come out with with stuff, like. Yeah. Like, especially if you don't know, like, how the world's going to perceive it, like, how the person that is involved. Because she's loved Nas. I'm sure she still loves Nas. Yeah, I think she's And she don't want him to be painted as, he beat me up. Like, (laughs) nobody wants anybody they love to be painted in a negative way. She she protected him. And I, while I understand why she protected him, I don't blame her. I don't either. Like, so. Talk about it when you're ready. Yeah, yeah. I don't blame her. Feel free to talk. Like, I don't care what trauma you went through, bro. You don't ever got to talk about it if you don't want to, but. Don't let nobody make you feel bad for bringing it up late. Like, if no, don't let anyone make you feel weak for even wanting to talk about it. Like, because if it's bothering you, you got to get to the source of that. And it's on you. Like, you know what you can handle. So it reminds me of that thread that um, was going around about that woman who, like, met that girl in college at the library. And basically, she was being abused. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you guys read it. I can't even remember the whole story. But basically, she was being abused. And the guy was controlling the narrative he was he was seen as a nice guy so he was just basically controlling how like everybody looked at their situation Mm -hmm. she ended up marrying him and having kids with him and it's just like a lot of times even when they're not like celebrities or famous individuals it's like those type of men i'm not saying all of them but those type of men typically come off as like these good guys and they want to like control how people see you and see your relationship and like so i i feel bad for her um as far as chris brown though because that's what i wrote that down chris brown so when chris brown first hit rihanna i was a huge chris brown fan like i had chris brown posters in my room i loved chris brown when i found out that happened I was like, all right, like, I'm cool. Because I just, like, I loved him. I didn't want to let go. So it was hard for me. But I'm just like, I can't support somebody who can do this. Because, like, that's just not cool. When Chris Brown apologized, when he was making strides to, like, repair his career, when Rihanna Rihanna was cool, it was just like, Rihanna forgave him? Who am I to hold on to Mm -hmm. this? He didn't put his hands on me. Like, if she's big enough to forgive him and he can admit that what he did was wrong and acknowledge that, that's what it's about. There's nothing else that he can do. He cannot he unhit her. Yeah, he took accountability he took, for exactly. it. Exactly. He's, he's making... And that's what you do. And I don't appreciate that people continue to hold that against him. If but you... I don't think it's the fact... They're not holding that particular situation against him. Like, sure? it's cool if you can re, you can apologize and, and make amends. But did he make amends? With, with Rihanna? With Rihanna, yes. But I'm talking about with being that person. Because he still had videos talking about, I'll be in your bushes. Like, you can't get rid of me if you yeah. try to leave me. And he put his hands on Karuchi. Yeah. So it's like, what did you really learn? So at that point, it's like, you're a multiple offender, yeah. bro. And those these are just two women we know about. Like, we don't know what else. He, he could have bit somebody, like, in the face. Like, we don't know oh, what he gosh. did to these other women. So I'm like, bro, but that's But me. I'm just saying, like, for that in particular, because, like, he admitted it and acknowledged it, and that yeah. is a step that, that a lot a step. of men that will not take. Because what has Nas said about it? 
I don't know. I After that, I just didn't want to read nothing else about it. But Nas has... A, a lot of times, these guys try to make it like, oh, she's just greedy. She just... Cause even, she crazy. Even on the comments, on Khaleesi's interview, people were saying, you just want attention. You just want more money. You're so greedy. You're so vindictive. Like, people were going off. And I'm like, this is why. This is why women keep it a secret. This is why women stay in these abusive relationships. Yeah. Because... I'm not going to just say men. People look at them and give all these excuses and just make it seem like they're lying. So it's like, I'm not going to, why am I going to admit this to be scrutinized? Yeah. Um, but, you know, going back to that Twitter story, that's one of the scariest stories I ever terrifying. read. Because it's like, this dude was friends with police officers who, like. He had her car. Yeah, had, he her had car, a girl had drive her car. Wreck it. So that way they could get her and be like, yeah, we got you on camera doing this. And then he bailed her out. Like, this was just crazy. And it made me think, he like, bro, obsessive. how many people do I know on a daily that just seem like the nicest guys in the world or, like, the exactly. best boyfriend in the world? But behind closed doors, like, they could be not crap. Like, And this is why people need to stop relationship goals. Yeah. You don't know. You need to be your own relationship goals. I agree, man. Because you don't I'm know my what own goals, goes bro. on behind closed doors. Nah, you can look at me as goals, bro. Don't <laughs> don't look. No, don't look at us as goals. Look at, look at me as goals. I ain't say I ain't say us. <laughs> look at me as goals. Feel free to look at me as goals because I'm still, bro. Listen, I'm thorough with it. <laughs> anyway, but seriously, people get so invested into these couples. Like people, I, Khalees was talking about. People always come to us and say, "Well, come to me and say, you and Nas should be back together." Like, why'd you guys break up? And it's just like. Do you know how damaging that probably is to hear that? Like, yeah. you guys, like, want me to get back with this person? Like, you don't even you don't know, know what I went through. Yeah. You don't know what it was like. But just because we looked good together and we took cute pictures. Yeah. It's like, that's not what a relationship is about. And I thought about that, too, when she was, like, um, in the thread. I guess we can retweet the thread. In the thread, the woman said that the girl spoke to her because she looked friendly and helpful. And it was just like, that's crazy that, like... People pay attention to small things like that. Like, I think, I don't know if she said she, like, saw her being helpful or she just looked helpful. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. But um, She said you look like, I see you around campus. You're really nice and interactive with people and you don't seem like you judge. So I just wanted to let you know my situation. And then the girl let her stay with her. Mm -hmm. The guy found out, was, like, banging on doors, like, trying to come, like, threatening to kill the, the, the savior. Like, it was, it was wild. But it just goes to show, like, you know... To my original point, what I was, like, saying about the whole non situation is I feel like a lot of times... Are we digging off topic? Like, I don't I don't necessarily believe in the term celebrity anymore, but I do think I can still be a fan of someone. And through being a fan of someone, you can still be disappointed. Like, if I... If, I, if I'm a fan of you, I have you on a pedestal just because, like, of your talent, not because of who you are. Like, I'm like, dang, like, this mm -hmm. guy is great. Like, he says these things that I can relate to, i.e. Nas. Like, I could always go to him for anything. Like, he always just knew what to say to, um, like, help me relate. It was just a good uh, situation. But then when I hear this, it's like, wow, like, somebody who I thought was, like, a role model. Like, this is how you, this is the man you want to be. Like, you, you should, um, like, strive to be like him. But really, it's just the the representative like the person mm -hmm. that they have on camera it's not them and ultimately like we got to stop looking at these people for answers because they're just winging it too like they put their pants on the same way we do if you shoot him he's going to bleed just like us like they're not gods like they're people too and then that brings me into the next topic 
of Kanye West. Yeah, I don't have too much to say about Kanye West, man. Like, I'm just really hurt by him because I feel like he's very uneducated. He has an approach in which it's my dad said this, my mom said this, so this is fact. As opposed to doing the research and seeing for yourself, I feel like he's said a lot of hurtful things in this um, in the media. And, like, I'm, quite frankly, I don't really want to talk about him too much, but I'm tired of making excuses for him. Like, I've always been that person that has had his back. Like, I defended him when he sound crazy and always try to justify it. And even with this, I can justify it for him. Like, everything he said, I can easily justify. But I'm not going to because, like, you a grown man. You have money. You got resources. You have access to PRs. You have access to things that I don't. So, like, you, there's no excuse for sounding ignorant with the things that you say or uneducated because, like, you have media training. You have... um like, you should have public relations consultants, but if you're not using them and you have a bad, like, you know that you have a, a terrible way of articulating your thoughts and words, then you should really understand the importance of having somebody to, like, help you with that. Non-excuse. To be a rapper, which is just, like, I don't know, your words are most important, correct? And his, his, he has too big of a following, bro. I just feel like you have a responsibility. I don't care. I hear people say, I don't want to be a role model. Don't look to me. Blah, blah, blah. You have a responsibility. He is too old. He is a black man in America with three black children with a black son. And you want to make ignorant comments like that. And I like people say, well, yeah, he probably meant it like this. Or he maybe I've meant it like this. Well, first off, none of us know him personally. So none of us know, like exactly what we can say oh yeah well i think he meant it like this but we can't say what he was trying to say and it's like i feel like the comments that you say like oh i have the freedom of thought i have the freedom of speech then you also have the freedom to deal with the consequences because the things that you say have consequences he has access to knowledge. He has access to so much that a lot of people don't. And to make the comments, the ignorant, uneducated comments that he makes, there's no excuse to say that 400 years of slavery, like that was a choice. It was all these people like me and Box were talking about this, like the mental trauma that these people went through, and then right after that, Jim Crow. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you can't just tell somebody, like, this is a choice. You're choosing. There were, I don't think people realize this. There were people, like, generations born into slavery that did not know mm-hmm. anything else, that just thought, okay, like, this is just it. This is life. When you go through that type of trauma, not to be rude, and no offense to anyone who's been through this, Kanye West has lost his mother, and he still won't even deal with that. So times that by like a hundred. Or look at how he acts when he when he don't win a, a, a Grammy. A Grammy. Yeah. But then you want to tell people who've seen their mother like rape their children. You losing away. a Grammy is a choice. Right. Right. Make your, better music. Your wife being robbed was a choice. <laughs> yeah, she could she could have prevented that. Like so that's it's this, disgusting. Same... People being lynched in the street because of white people. Oh, well, she this this man whistled. Mm-hmm. At my wife and being lynched in the street, yeah. that was a choice. And I could be wrong in saying this when I said this earlier, but this is my perspective. This is my opinion. Like y'all you're can free, respond to it if you want to. That. Yeah, I'm free to have it. <laughs> I would say one, maybe two generations were taken captive into slavery. Maximum two, a uh, maximum three, like one to three generations were taken captive into slavery. 
But that means like they were already alive. So like think about the people who were born into it. Like if I'm all like you don't know anything. Like there's you're no just, computers. You're born with no a tabula. Books, you can't read. Yeah, like you're born with a tabula rasa mindset, which means like a blank mindset, like a clean slate. And all you you wake up. I mean, like, you get up, you can't read, you can't write. Like your language isn't yours. Like the religion that you were, the only religion you know is taught to teach you to be subservient and to uh like you deserve this like this is this is what's supposed to happen this is god's plan um like you're, you're not going to to fight back like just imagine and spence you said something this morning that no last night that really sat with me it was like we're not taught about black history that much in school the main things we're taught about is slavery like everything starts with slavery everything stems from slavery 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 when it comes to american history and we still learn new things yeah. every single about slavery. year about slavery so, like, what didn't teach. like yeah, what did you teach us like i just um like just um what was that like three months ago when nick was teaching us about um Oh, that was, like, over the summer, I think, was it? So it was about a year ago, like, when yeah. Nick was telling us about, like, Shout black bucking. Shout out to Nick. He's going to come on the show one day. Absolutely. <laughs> like, black bucking, where they will take the biggest, strongest, most powerful black man on the plantation and have multiple slave masters rape him in front of everyone. So it's like, if you try something, this will happen to you. Like, just imagine being a little black boy, five years old, like, you can't barely talk because you just learned a language that's not even yours. Like, you, you can't read, you can't write. And you watch your dad's tongue be cut off. And then both of you, you and your dad, you and your tongueless dad watch your mom get raped by multiple people. And then they snatch your mom and your dad away from you. And you get sold by yourself. Like, you're going to think to fight back? It's like, yeah, I'm going to do that everything I can to stay alive. That's a choice. Like, it's a choice. Like, I'm, I chose to to have my, my parents taken from me at birth. Like, that's, that's just the most ignorant thing I ever heard. And, like, in... I could easily justify it and be like, okay, yeah, he probably yeah. wasn't talking Mental about slavery. Yeah, he wasn't talking about like those days. He's talking about the result of it, like anything after anything after desegregation or anything after like is uh, a result of mental slavery. But I feel like um, there's different ways to go about it. Like Harriet Tubman had a statement talking about like I saved everyone. Who, like basically I saved the people who I couldn't save the ones who didn't know that they were slaves or like Nat Turner had a similar quote about um, like a lot of people didn't really realize they were slaves. But they their approach was just more. It was better. Like Kanye I West's mean, approach was kind of like West's, condemning those people. Exactly. It's like you know you guys brought this on yourself. Like it's this many. It's, it's this many. The way he said it, and that's what communication. The way he yeah. said it too was very just like it's this many. Yeah, y'all outnumber them. Like think about the one percent of people who have like this inherent wealth and knowledge. Like the Bohemian Grove, one percent. We outnumber all, them. Right. Like so why are we revolting against them? Like he just like so we choosing to be an oppression right now. It's because right. of access, like, and that's why I don't, the, words matter. I yeah. don't care what you meant. Words matter. Yeah. So you, you need to say what you mean and you need to work on what you say before you say it. I don't care. And like what, like what you were saying, if you have a right to speak freely, think freely. And the guy from TMZ, I can't remember his name, like Van Luthen or something. Like if, if Van Lathan, um, like he called him out and said, you know, I don't think you're thinking, but if you have the right to think you have the right to speak freely. We have the right to perceive it the way we want to. We have the right to react and take it the way we want to. Like that is just that simple. And yeah, I'm done making excuses for him. Like, I don't want to listen to his music and I can keep Brill actually just tweeted me. Shout out to Brill and said, like, he would say his music has fallen off, but it's not <laughs> subpar. But I'm just trying to convince myself that it's subpar. So that way I don't got to listen to it anymore. And, um, like, it's just all about approach. It's all about communication. Like, it's all about how you come off. If, um, I, like, his approach 
he's it's like he's he has the right idea, but he's saying it the wrong way. So as opposed to getting the girl at the end of the night, he gets the drink thrown in his face. Like yeah. it's just like all about the approach. Like he could have. Like it's, I don't know. I gave I gave Spin a very vulgar yeah. uh, analogy <laughs> today about that, but I'm not going to say it on here, um, just because y'all don't need to know me like that. <laughs> but like, I I yeah. just feel like it bothers me when people compare it to what Harriet Tubman said. Yeah. Because the context is just completely different, and context matters. Mm-hmm. Like I understand she said, well, I would have saved more if they realized that they were slaves, but she wasn't saying like like they chose to be slaves. Yeah. Like, it's just like they, when you think about it. And this is it's something that frustrates me when people say, well, I couldn't have been a slave or if I would have been... Like, you don't no, know you what you would have been. Yeah. Picked the cotton. You don't know what That's you would have did, bro. Done. Like, in this day and age, yeah, we're not going back to picking cotton. But we, think about how our minds have involved. We have yeah. access to We knowledge. can read. We can write. Like, we weren't born into it. So, like, yeah, so, we can speak about what we would have done. But exactly. think about how many times, like... Like, for example, if you got into an argument with somebody... And then you get home, you get in the shower, and you're like, oh, my God, I should have said this. I should have exactly. said that. Like, everything is twenty twenty in hindsight. Exactly. So, like, that's just... I just think it's rude. I think it's disrespectful. I think we owe nothing but respect to, to slaves who came here and endured just all... I can't even imagine the things, and I mean, the things that we're still learning about that they don't teach us. And there were people who revolted. Exactly. Like, look, if you watch Beyonce's Love Drought, like, it was in reference to a tribe that overtook their ship and then would rather drown like walk into the ocean and drown together than go into captivity like there were people and i know people said stuff about that too like about black panther and how at the end like he said something about like nobody got mad at killmonger about what he said but it's like he wasn't condemning the other people who like didn't choose to do that you cannot condemn those people and say well it was this many of y'all y'all should have did this mm-hmm. and he even said kanye said one time in that in my favorite interview it was like when you approach an artist there's only two words you can say to them thank you like you don't ever say um like well you should have did this differently or like i want you to do this like no i'm giving you my craft and that's ultimately what slaves did and like without they laid those down their slaves body. you yeah. wouldn't be doing be able to do all you be doing fashion doing. Like, you, right. you you got cotton t-shirts bro <laughs> right you're <laughs> you welcome condemn slaves. Like, you're welcome on, man it's disgusting i don't want to hear any more excuses now i don't care if people listen to him i wasn't a big yeah. kanye fan so it doesn't i was hurt a huge kanye fan but i'm not even gonna stream his old stuff but it's just like i don't want to hear like, the excuses yeah. and it's like if you want to be his fan, he can be... I mean, if you want to be a fan of his, he can be your problematic fave. That's fine. I have nothing else to say about him because he just keeps getting worse. He's a troll. He's uneducated. And, I mean, what what do you do in a situation where you're talking to somebody who just... Who's not speaking on facts because you can free think all you want. But in, like that, that guy from TMZ said, in the real world, there are facts that yeah. you cannot get away from. Yeah. So, free think all you want. But Understand there are facts. Consequences, yes. Yeah, and it comes with consequences. I have nothing else to say to Kanye West or about Kanye West, Kanye. and I'm cool. Yeah, I'm done too. Um, on to the next one. This is definitely a lot more light because um, I see Nisha's fanning <laughs> herself. Fanning <laughs> I would get way too worked up. Um, <laughs> do you want to talk about Infinity War? I don't. I was like, why do you put this on here? I mean, if you want to, I just like this kind of me. I'm gonna just say Infinity War. Go see it. And like, I'm gonna it was just pretty say, straightforward start people to People are being dramatic. It's a great movie. It's great. But just... Well, but Black Panther's better. <laughs> Why are you leaving? We're not talking about it. No. <laughs> Black Panther's better. Um, um, but go see Infinity War. Yeah. Uh, on to the next 
movie date preferences. Because we were going to talk about Infinity War. I wanted to talk about Infinity War, but I now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, we shouldn't. No, yeah. no, nah, nah, it's cool. Yeah, like maybe just, in a week or two. It hasn't even been it's still a week. early. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's let's talk about movie date preferences. I don't remember exactly where I was going with this. But I do want to know what you guys, who you guys' favorite Mar- your top three. Yeah, tweet us your top three Marvel superheroes. Who's your top three? Cap, of course. Cap, Iron Man. I feel like they both are waiting for me to say this last one, but I'm not going to say him. Just say it. No, it's not him. Well, my third one's always interchangeable. So, like, when I saw the movie, it changed. Um, I really like Scarlet Witch. I really like Hulk. (laughs) That's the one that they were waiting on. Um, But I think in this movie, I got to, like... Hulk is Will Pounder's I got to look at him a little differently, and I appreciated it. I like Thor. I like Thor a lot, actually. And I'm starting to like Doctor Strange. Like, I wasn't really huge into him, but I'm mm. starting to like Doctor Strange, too. Thor, so I guess slowly, like a top seven. but surely. It's like, from each movie that I've seen of Thor, from like Thor 1, Thor 2, Thor 3, and then this, it's like he just went on a steady incline up for me. I was like, bro, like, he's the most pointless superhero. He getting washed oh. by Iron Man. Like, he get washed by everybody. <laughs> but then, like, when he really put his feet in the ground and like he started getting busy so pre-movie my favorite marvel superheroes were iron man number one t'challa number two and um if we're talking based on movies ant-man number three or like it probably be, like it was interchangeable between like ant-man and bucky it's always interchangeable yeah like ant-man and bucky were like my number three but now thor is my number one Iron Man is my number you two. You had Cap in there. I did not have Cap in yes, there. Yes, you did. I'm going to go to the thread. You had Cap in there. I did not. Because you, you said Cap here. demanded my respect in this movie. No, he demanded my respect, but he, that don't mean top three. I'm pretty sure you could have been top So, Thor number one, Iron Man is number two, and Strange is number three. Um, so, I just like just Strange because he reminds me of Iron Man. They're the same person. They are, so I think that's why I liked him. All right, that's enough about that. You got a top three? Iron Man. <laughs> Iron Man all three. <laughs> Kristen is Iron Man. I, I was going to say I'm Iron Man in the flesh. <laughs> yeah. Outside of the movie. So go see it so we can talk about it next week. Um, so yeah, movie date preferences. Like, what do you guys like in a movie date? Would you guys rather a group date? Would you guys rather one-on-one? Like, do you guys like... <laughs> I would say genre. Like, do you want to see a scary movie? Yeah, me too. I mean, it's, I didn't really have a, a, a oh, aim um, for it. I just put, yeah. So that can well, be a part of it too. for me, if I'm going on a date... A movie date? I don't know. It, it's it, could, different. it could just be us. It could be a group date. I'm not really... I mean, as long as I like the group, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, I really like going to see scary movies, though. With If I'm going with, like, a group. Yeah, scary movies. Or, like, on a date, because it's just, like, it makes it more fun. If we're going to see a romantic movie... I mean, me and you, it's different, because, like, we are long-term dating. But, like, um, if you see a romantic movie, it just kind of... I don't know. It's, it's just awkward. It's cheesy. Yeah. You don't even know each other yet. Yeah, it's yeah. awkward if you don't... Like, with me and Box, it's not awkward because it's just like, oh, another day. Yeah. But, like, um, scary movies are just... so Because even we went to go see Truth or Dare, we were in there scared. Like We? Oh. <laughs> Spin love lumping me into stuff. I gotta go to family video. Were you not scared? No, I would only, like... Be shocked that you jump so hard in my lap. Well, we like, were in there jumping <laughs> together. I jump after she jumped. Anyway, scary movies are fun. It's just like it's kind of like an adventure, or like yeah. seeing like um, I like seeing superhero movies. Those are always fun. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. But group dates are fun if the group is fun. Yeah. Like, if there's, like, this one couple that's, like, always fighting, and it's like, I don't really want you to come. Yeah, and, like, those people <laughs> who ask questions about the movie, oh, like, we ain't watching it together. Everybody, they try to shame me. I'm the person... No. Me and my dad, though, we were perfect for the movies together because, like, we'll be in there, like, talking. Like, and my sisters will sit in between us and we'll, like, lean over. Why don't you just sit next to That's what I always wonder. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I remember it was one time we went to the movies. Me, it was us three and then y'all's mom. I don't remember what the we'll seating arrangement was. I think, I think me and Kristen was in the middle. And then you was on the left, and then your mom was on the right. She was on my right. Yeah, yeah. Yes! Yeah, and you was on the left. So me and Kristen just sitting there enjoying the movie. They're talking over the two of us, bro. So I'm like, me and Kristen have a lot in common. Like, she's really like my twin. And then Nish is like the complete opposite of us, but she still has like so much in common. I don't know how it works. Yeah. So like, she like... I can go see a movie with Kristen all day, bro. Like she it would. Be so quiet. Yeah, it'd be legit. <laughs> Nish wants to. Oh my god! Why is he doing that? Where Where is she going? But no, I like, always bro, like. I'm watching the same spoils. movie. Too. Yeah, like I spoil. I will movies. call the movie. She'll call it. I'll be like, "This is what's gonna happen." Now I'll do that with her though, because I don't like. I don't do it with anybody else, but with Nish. Because I'm like, if you're gonna do it anyway, like, all right, watch this happen, bro, and then it really happen. <laughs> yeah. Because it'll be hard to call. I always really call movies. Yeah. Cause I'm in movies are like that's why people say they don't like movie dates because you can't talk. I'm mm. like says who? Cause I be in there getting to know people at the movie. Mm. I don't I like talking dates. a little bit. No, you get mad. If, if can I get it? <laughs> if it's not in theater, because if I'm in a theater, like I'm in the, like a I pay money for this. I'm separated. Like I'm like all right, I'm here for a movie, but it's like I'm home tonight. I can talk. Yeah, and, yeah. I pay for this. Yeah. <laughs> It's not, and I at home, it. you can rewind it. Yeah, yeah. Let me yeah. go back. Let me go watch They it both again. just be getting so mad. Like, just watch the movie. <laughs> and it's also because, like, Nish don't know how to whisper, bro. Like, her whisper is her voice, really. It's be like, oh, my God, why did he do I'm like, you do know they can hear you at the end of the row, right? <laughs> but, nah, it's cool. It be, I mean, it's fun. And I do like going to the movies with Nish because, like, she brings a different element to it. And we found a new duck-off spot. Now tell him. Box love bringing up stuff that he's not gonna tell you. Find y'all's home, man. Like, and if I see y'all at this movie theater, I'm not going no more. <laughs> no. Nah, Roger, you can come. Yeah, Roger, I would say Roger can come. <laughs> uh, That's funny. Um, but yeah. So like, yeah, tweet us about y'all's thoughts on movie dates. Tweet us about yeah, like y'all's best movie dates. Slander. Yeah, y'all's. Y'all's favorite thing to do, like what's your favorite snack, stuff like that, favorite genre. Should he pay for a snack? Yeah, <laughs> should he pay? Should he get a large? Like, a you know, large. let us know what's up. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, that's all that we have for today. Um, but we do have a quick announcement yes, yes, for yes. the end. So I'll let Nish go into that. So, our giveaway. Dun dun dun. We haven't talked about this giveaway since like episode nine, yeah. maybe. So we're finally doing it, and here are the rules. It's very, very simple. We'll tweet these rules, too. Yeah, we're going to tweet them, and I'll add them in the description. So very simple. Um, you need to follow the podcast at Case Rotation on Twitter. And if you already follow, just do the other ones. Yeah. Um, shout out the podcast. But then something that we really want, three positive affirmations about yourself. So mm. you can like do that all in the same tweet, like shout yeah. out the podcast, and then three positive affirmations about yourself because yeah. we definitely like want uh, we want to promote like introspection and like just 
just looking into yourself and like these will be affirmations that you would like genuinely say to yourself that you genuinely need to say to yourself Mm -hmm. because that's something that i'm trying to get better at too is like fixing my language and the words that i say about myself so we just want you to follow the podcast if you already follow the podcast then um go to the next two shout out the podcast and give us three positive affirmations that you either say to yourself or that you need to start saying to yourself Mm -hmm. and then um if you win our giveaway we'll have a nice little something for you yeah um (laughs) just a quick hint we will be collaborating with starstruck yeah so that gives you an idea idea, of what we're doing (laughs) um but yeah like i think this hit on a good part about introspection is a big piece because that reminds me of one of my favorite j cole songs ever called high for hours where he like in the third verse he was talking about like yeah a lot of people think that revolution is the answer to like overthrow this this government and make things right but it's not the answer because if you look at just the way life goes there's a cycle like if a young man gets abused he grows up and then knocks his wife out like if he um, if somebody is sexually assaulted, they may put that same pain on someone else. So it's like the abused always becomes the abuser. So if we overthrow the government, if we overthrow like oppression, we're eventually going to be the oppressors. And I think that's where Killmonger was kind of going. So like ultimately, like the real revolution doesn't start by overthrowing. It starts within like and yeah. like if you can do the introspection, see what you need to work on. And then this next person sees what they need to work on. And they touch someone else and they touch three people and they touch 10 people. Mm-hmm. Like eventually, like it becomes like a snowball effect of people checking themselves and will treat people with more respect. And it- it kind of goes back to that old saying like you can't help anybody until you help yourself word up so like you just gotta really put that work into yourself but something i just thought of what about our listeners who do not have twitter if you don't have twitter then you can just do this on instagram mm-hmm. or whatever site yeah just shout us out on instagram yeah put your three affirmations and yeah, it's not just true. a Twitter thing because I feel like that was really rude to limit. It to or even if it's Facebook, like yeah, wherever Facebook, your wherever social media your social, is, yeah, 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 wherever you. But just say follow them on Twitter. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And then, um yeah, we'll have. And don't get mad. Also, this is what I want to say: don't get mad if Malcolm wins. Yep. Because like, I mean, whoever like. I don't know. Malcolm might not want to play after this episode. I know he's gonna be like, I'm done. Unsubscribe. <laughs> but um yeah, don't get mad if Malcolm wins because. <laughs> Not gonna be the one that's he, active and everything. He listens and he talks to us, and so does Raja. So mm-hmm. don't get mad if the people that we shout out and Cam too, and Cam, Alani yeah. and Cam. Okay, yeah. So don't and get mad. So we got a nice amount of people who like are. I know Marcus. GB. We have Marcus people who are consistently Paul. active, but it's like you guys just gotta make sure y'all do the steps. Yeah, do the the giveaway. So not only, I don't want people to just be like, "Oh, Malcolm's gonna get it." Yeah, but not only are we doing a giveaway for our episode twenty, we're also doing a giveaway for um, our one hundredth follower. So, oh, like, yeah, both of those, yeah, yeah. yeah. like, you, you both will be getting prizes. So, like, it helps my out, man. Like, this is some good, some good merch. Yeah. And then, um, yes, please comment and rate on iTunes. And, uh, Box graduates on Saturday. Graduate <laughs> Saturday, man. Um, and then, uh, I'm going to read this little blurb really quick. Case Rotation is available on SpocksForever.com and FlyPaperMagazine.com. You can also tune into the show by searching Case Rotation on the iTunes podcast app or wherever you listen to podcasts. Be sure to rate, comment, and subscribe to the show on iTunes and use the hashtag Case Rotation on Twitter. Thank you, guys. I will talk to you guys next week.
Enjoy yourself, man. Um, Go see Infinity War. And uh, know yourself. And Y'all's homework is to do introspection. Yeah. Learn something new about yourself. I'm going to start giving y'all homework, Yeah, man. learn something new about yourself. Yeah. And let us know if you like that idea about um, sending in questions or like... Because, I mean, like I said, Box is a counselor. Yeah. So, talk to a counselor for free. Why not? Word up. All right. Bye.